You go up to the girl and you say, Excuse me, is your butt made of water? Okay. And they're like, they say, Why? Why do you say that? And uh-huh. then you say, Because it's too big. Because, <laughs> see, because too big is water in Tagalog. <laughs> see? Is that real? See, too big. What? Too big. Oh. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 177 of your favorite podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down. Eddie's my brother-in-law. Love him like a real brother. We sit down, we have fun, we laugh, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. And it's a great, grand old time. And this week, I'm sure, will be no different. Right, Eddie? Uh, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Every week is a tightrope act. Yes. And, you know, we just do our best (laughs) and forget the rest. (laughs) Like Tony freaking Horton. Ah, boy. I loved... I did P90X once, did you? Yeah, I did. I think we did it kind of at the same time. Yeah. Should do it again. Yeah. Why not? It was well. I, I prefer going to the gym now, to be honest. Yeah, you like you want to bulk up. Just, yeah, just get that muscle on. P ninety X is more leaning. At least the old one was eight years ago. Yeah, but it'd be good to feel healthy. I've been feeling pretty unhealthy lately. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go to the dermatologist today. Okay, which you know, when a woman goes to the dermatologist, it's to get Botox, <laughs> you know, a, a facial like. A, your face pulled back. I don't know, like things. They <laughs> okay. do things to you, right? Wait, wait, wait. face pulled no, back? No, no, that's that a plastic is? surgeon. Okay. I just mean like you get... Like microderm. Microderm. Abrasion. Right, whatever. Yeah. But when men go, it's always like molds <laughs> or something gross. And I cruise into the dermatologist's office and I'm easily by 60 years the youngest person in there. Really? Because why should a young 35-year-old <laughs> handsome man... I don't really worship the sun. Like, I don't have a reason to be in there. And I had this mole on my shoulder, which just seemed odd. And I'm not a hypochondriac. Like I said, I'm young enough to where I'm not terrified that I have skin cancer. Mm -hmm. But I thought to myself, you know what? I've had this. It was like kind of scratchy and kind of weird. Okay. Not soft and flat. And, of course, I asked my wife, who's my first line of defense, (laughs) She said, you should get that checked out. It looks like it could be something weird. Yeah. So I go in there, and before I went into the office, I went in the morning, and I've been drinking coffee all morning. Okay. (laughs) This is not a poop story, (laughs) I promise. But, you know, I've talked about this on the show before, that almost like a defense mechanism, when I go to a new building, I search out the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, when you are in the SWAT team or the Green Berets, they're looking for exits in case shit's going down. I'm looking for the bathroom just because I want to know where it's at. In case shit's coming out. In case shit's coming out and it's an emergency. <laughs> and I like to just, almost in a mark my territory way, I get there. I say, excuse me, do you mind if I use the restroom? I take a piss. I wash my hands. Okay. And a lot of times I do this because I and my job end up in meetings all the time where I enter a building that I've never been to before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like I've talked about this a little bit, where I'm not splashing water on my face, looking at myself <laughs> in the mirror saying, you got this, man. You can do this, man. But I do like to just sort of, you know, get myself prepped. Yeah. And I think that's lent itself to restaurants. Anytime I'm in a building, mm-hmm. Starbucks, I like to take a piss. So I get there and I take a pee. Okay. okay. 
in a normal pee and <laughs> crazy <laughs> at the urinal. And then I go into the office and I go back with the nurse and she says, you know, you, you need to get down to your boxers mm-hmm. because this guy is going to give me an entire body scan. <laughs> you know, when you go in there to the dermatologist <laughs> at this point, they look at everything on you, everything, because okay. he just wants to make sure. And she's like, get down in your underwear. And I pull down <laughs> my pants and I have like the biggest piss mark <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like a pecker track. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of words yeah. to these. And ladies may not understand this. When I explained this to my wife years ago, she thought it was disgusting, <laughs> filthy, that when you're a man and you take a piss, especially at a urinal, you pee, and it's almost impossible to get all the pee out. Yeah. You can, like, lift up your balls. You can <laughs> shake your shaft. But there's always a little pee in there, and it doesn't come out till you pull up your pants <laughs> and button up. Yeah. Right? Totally. This is not something unique. No. To me, and my I, weird I did it dick. today. <laughs> yeah, just probably twenty minutes ago. Yeah, you did it. And I think as a guy, like I remember when it, when it started happening to my sons, they didn't like it, and I kind of said to them, "Get used to it." Yeah, like your entire life. Like I think as a guy, at least with me, you get used to the fact that you're gonna piss in your pants. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and maybe that sounds more aggressive than it is, but there's always like a little bit. Yeah. But I was in a hurry this morning. <laughs> And I didn't really shake it enough. And I just figured, whatever, I'll just kind of piss in my, a little, little more than usual. Not expecting 10 minutes later. And I was really embarrassed. Like, there was no way to hide it. Yeah. Like, it looked like I had an accident almost. And so I kind of quickly shifted. Like, whew. Like, I did that. I, I shifted on the, the bed with yeah. the crinkly paper. And she's like, is everything okay? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And I said, it's pretty cold in here, though. <laughs> and so she gave me a blanket, and I put it over my lap like some old lady. Nice. And then the guy came in. And by that time, like when she left, I kind of like furiously, I took a paper towel, <laughs> and I was like furiously rubbing it. And then I thought, how funny that would be Yeah. is if I had my back to the door, <laughs> and the guy walks in, and he sees me furiously rubbing my crotch <laughs> like I was some kind of weirdo. <laughs> Who likes to go to dermatology offices and jerk off. <laughs> and then you turn around and you get a wet stain. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And maybe I have like a micro penis. Like <laughs> if I had a huge erection, that'd be crazy. But there's probably people like that who have a fetish of that. <laughs> I'm going to go to the doctor and jerk off. Yeah. In the waiting room. I'm, I guess. Would you get arrested for that? You'd probably get kicked out. Yeah, you'd probably get kicked out. But um, not like arrested yeah i mean unless your doctor was into it maybe <laughs> let's check I, out that dick well, <laughs> you got a mole on that dick man <laughs> well i i did read this weird article once that there was this guy who man we've done so many of these shows i'm starting to feel like there's things maybe we've talked about <laughs> this guy would go to hotels and he would purposely lay on his hotel bed with his like dick hanging out mm-hmm. and he would wait until housekeeping would knock wouldn't say a word <laughs> Wait for him to walk in and just kind of look at him like, what's up? And he filmed it every time. What? Yes. Okay. I'll I'll find the link to this. Filmed it to like put it on the internet? Yes. He filmed it every time. And it was a hundred times before finally some dude walked (laughs) in and like gave him a blowjob. And the guy, I guess, was straight maybe. But he lets him like just for like the the sake of comedy slash science. What to see how many times it would take? Because I think that's kind of a fantasy, right? You're in a hotel room. They knock on the door, 
and they come in and it's a supermodel. Yeah. And she fucks you. And, you know, but in this case, the guy proved it doesn't really happen because it's usually like, you know, someone doesn't speak English. Yeah. This time it was a dude came in and took care of him. So Okay. So you say the guy is straight? Uh, you know, I don't remember that part of it. Okay. But he was trying to have sex with women, but he ended up, I guess, letting some dude blow him or jerk him off maybe. I, I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> wow. But okay. he spilled seed <laughs> in the hotel room and for and science. that's online? Yes. <laughs> what? And it's not on like RedTube. It's on, you know, YouTube. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, I did let the doctor jerk me off <laughs> just because, no. <laughs> so he did come in, checked out my whole body. and Yeah, he did. He, he really did. <laughs> I, I said to him, you know, do you want me to, you know, take my, my boxers down? He's like, sure, if you want me to look at everything. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, this is the first time that a person has seen my dick other than my wife <laughs> in 12 years. Yeah. You know, no other <laughs> ladies have seen my dingling. My, my children have. They don't count. <laughs> and I, I was okay with it, though. Your children have seen your dingling, Dan? Sure they have. You're admitting that on the show right now. Listen, of course they have. <laughs> What kind of dad doesn't have, you know, their kids see it every once in a while. And, and then I, I showed it to him and that, now, now listen, sure enough, this mole I had completely benign. Okay. And it's called in the industry barnacles. <laughs> They're barnacles or wisdom spots. Sometimes they tell old people that. Okay. So basically it's like a growth that people get mm -hmm. totally fine. You can just scratch it off. Barnacle, barnacle wow. Dan. <laughs> When I came home, I told Nicole that the first thing she said. My lovely wife. What's up, Barnacle Dan? <laughs> like I'm a whale. Like I'm a blue whale. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I survived and I was good to go. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Thank you. So go to the dermatologist. Get your shit checked out. You know, there's no reason not to. Yeah. It's about health. It's a health podcast. Do it for you. Do it for you. And, and your for loved the show. Ones. And your loved ones. Yeah. You're, they're nothing without you. I, I did something the other day, which I thought was pretty funny. I, in my, in my day job, in my real life, sometimes I make websites for people and mm -hmm. for fun. And a lot of times I use Squarespace, mm -hmm. believe it or not. Offer code, save it. <laughs> one word. I wonder if that thing still works. Yeah, I don't know. Do we get kickback if someone uses that? We never got a kickback. We got a monthly check oh, okay. for $80,000. <laughs> and no, uh, but we don't get it anymore. Okay. Hmm. Well, anyway, so, but I still from time to time do work for people, mm -hmm. friends of mine, you know, little websites here or there. And this guy I'm doing a website for now, he sent me all of his passwords to his Yelp, his Facebook, and they're all the same password. <laughs> okay. And if you're like me, you know, you don't use secret mm -hmm. as your password or your your last name backwards you try to get something pretty good yeah a random string of numbers whatever <laughs> so so this guy's password and i think i'm okay to say this because there's no way anyone could ever know this is him his password was pussy lip lover <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't like he's not my friend yeah. i don't really know him and he didn't prepare me for it <laughs> and i almost died laughing when he sent me the email like, yeah, here's my logins. Here's my here's the master password, pussy lip lover. <laughs> and it was I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Does he seem like the type of guy that would have that as his password? No, <laughs> not really. And it wasn't like the S's weren't dollar signs. <laughs> so it wasn't in like, you know, elite speak or yeah. anything like that. 
And I love that he was very specific about the lip. <laughs> Just the lip, like maybe a camel toe. Oh, I maybe, guess yeah. maybe he's into camel toes, yeah. which I never really understood. He just know. really likes labes. Super labe, <laughs> labe man. That'd be a better password. <laughs> so look, everyone out there, just start jamming pussy lip lover <laughs> into every password field on the internet, <laughs> and maybe you'll you'll come up big. I wonder how many listeners are going to change their passwords now to pussy lip lover. Oh, that'd be a real fan, <laughs> hardcore fan. I should change the password to like our Squarespace to that and let someone get in there and hack it. What if it was like hashtag or yeah. What if his password was hashtag pussy got wet? Oh my gosh. That would be awesome. I, I don't think he listens to the show. You should change all of his passwords to that and be like, Hey, I changed your password just to be safe. Right now it's pussy got wet <laughs> because pussy lip lover. This sounds like a fake story. It's not just because it's these, the P words everywhere. One time I remember now, and the internet was new, I feel like, and before everyone was serious, I had a... Oh, it's a cat. Right? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This is our last week recording the <laughs> podcast in my closet, and my cat just came out of nowhere and I think spooked Eddie a little bit. Here, this, is, this is the theater of the mind, letting the cat out of the door. Get out. Pussy got out. Get out of, the, get out of here. All right, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not editing that out. <laughs> so anyways, the internet was new. Like I remember I had Dan54Corn was my AOL instant messenger Corn with name. a K? Corn with a K. <laughs> I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. What about you? What was your first? I think I said it on the show before. It yeah. was Big E Balls. That's right. Yeah. Balls with a Z. Mm-hmm. Of um, course. Trying to sound like Biggie Smalls. Yes. So. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. And this one guy, I remember the best I've ever had. His name was Evil Bill 69. And this was in a professional setting where it was like, oh, Bill, what's your name on here? I need to send you a message. And he never changed it. And he just kept it to that. I've gotten since rid of all my sort of bad ones. And I have like, you know, danfields.com and stuff like that. Mm Should have kept that Dan 54 corn. Squatted (laughs) on it. You're worth a lot of money. Yeah, for all the other Dan (laughs) corn lovers out there. I know, I know. Well, listen, I thought something special this week that we could do. This weekend is the Super Bowl, and Eddie's dad has a tendency to come hang out when we do these events and parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Eddie's dad is in town, and I know, like I said, we're in the closet, so there's not a lot of room in here. I know you yeah. and your dad have a kind of a unique relationship anyways <laughs> that you don't really get along that well sometimes. <laughs> so I thought if you're okay with it, let's get your dad in. Let's have him be on the show for a little bit. You okay. mind stepping out no, that's for cool. 10 minutes, and then you know you can come back in, and we'll finish the show. All right. I'll send that him cool? in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Hit the road. Sorry. Say goodbye to my cat on the way out. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mr. Galindo? Come on in. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Oh, I missed you. Yeah. It's been a very long time since I was on the show, but I thank you for having me back. My and pleasure. hello, everybody out there listening. People have been clamoring for an Eddie Senior show. Yeah, you know, I listen sometimes to the show, and you guys, you think you're so funny. <laughs> you talk about uh, like wet pussies and, and dick mouths, it's, but I'm sorry, you don't have to be like that to be funny. You know, you you're can, right. You have 
you don't have to be bastos. That's that does mean nasty oh, okay. in Tagalog. Bastos. Yeah, but you you know you can just be funny. I'm a very funny guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So I. You are. I mean, that's where Eddie gets it from. Yeah, you know, he, I teach him all all the the comedy, all of that. You know, mm-hmm. he that's where he get it from. From me, I have a very good uh, <laughs> sense of humor and timing. Yes. So uh, and I have a couple jokes. If, Do you? If you don't mind if I tell a couple jokes here? I would love them. I mean, you think about America. And all the comedians here that everyone loves, mm-hmm. there's lots of Filipino comedians. I oh mean, yeah, Rob Schneider. What? And Rob Schneider? Isn't Rob Schneider Filipino? He's, is he Filipino? I think so. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't know that. That's wow. That's surprising. He looked yeah. like a he looked like kind of like you, like a I like know. a Jewish guy or something. <laughs> well, his last name is Schneider. Okay, yeah. So that's you know that means to cut in German. Schnee. Like that, tailors. How come you know that one? How come you know? I don't know. I I wasn't a tailor. My family wasn't Schneider. Well, let's hear these jokes. You've got some fantastic Filipino jokes for us. Yeah, you know Hit because me. I feel like like I could teach you guys how to be funny without talking about the dick mountain stuff like okay. that. So we could use some more jokes. The yeah. show doesn't have a lot of punchlines. I think so. so yeah. Let's let's hear what you got. Okay, this first joke is a really it's a really good joke. Okay. okay. Okay, so how do you uh, how do you make the what that's what's that the how do you make the watermelon pregnant? How do you make a watermelon pregnant? Yeah, I don't know. You pack one. You what? You pack one. <laughs> you see, <laughs> because it's oh. pack one is watermelon in Tagalog. Okay, but also it sounds like oh. like you pack it. You right. know, you put your buto in the backpack. Yeah, so. oh, that's a good one. That's, yeah. I, that, that's that's, a, that, I, that's probably my best one. Oh, that's the best yeah, one. That's a good one. Okay, no, it's a pak one. Pak one. Yeah. So, Pacquiao yeah. is it's a pak one. You ever say that? No, Pacquiao is a watermelon. <laughs> no, that I don't, don't know. That, that, don't, that doesn't, make, that any doesn't sense. make any sense. See, you're not sorry. good at at being funny like me because pak one. See, it's better. It's funny. Or what I, else you got? You got another one. So yeah, okay. So you know when you have a when you're trying to pick up a girls. Mm-hmm. When you try, you talk to them. You have a pickup line, right? Sure. Yes. Okay. So my pickup line is: you go up to the girl and you say, "Excuse me, is your butt made of water?" Okay. And they're like, they say, "Why? Why do you say that?" And uh-huh. then you say, "Because it's too big." Because <laughs> see, because too big is water in Tagalog. <laughs> see, is that real? See, too big. What, too big. Uh. That's how you say water. So if you like, hey, is your is your butt made of water? Right. And then you say because it's too big. <laughs> it is. If it's, it's water, true. then it's too big. But then right. also, it's like it's a big it's butt. It's a big butt. Oh, so, they must love that. It's a. It's that's, that one is a good one too. Now, would it be weird for me as a Caucasian gentleman to to use these jokes? They may not get the humor in it. I I think you have to say it correctly because yeah. if you say it wrong, then people are saying, "Oh yeah, it's that doesn't make sense. The they water is too big." No. No, because but if you say it to a Filipino, they they probably laugh. They will, or they might be offended. They, yeah, if you say it like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you say it with your face, they, <laughs> so, they, they probably be offended. Well, sometimes when I meet Filipino people, because of my connection to Eddie and your family, it's almost like, I, I mean, listen, I didn't marry a Filipino woman. Mm-hmm. I don't have that connection to where I could just, I'm like an adopted Filipino person, mm-hmm. but I love them. And, and when I do meet someone who is Filipino, I'm like, <laughs> hey, listen, I know Filipinos, <laughs> believe me. And I, I'm like, you have you ever had blood? 
And now I can, <laughs> now I can ask, you say that wrong all the time. But I, Every time I'm here, you say it wrong. I'm sorry. I need to work on it. How do you say it? Bulot. Bulot. Is that better? <laughs> this is good. Though. All right. I need to work on that. Too big? Too big. Pakwan. Pakwan. I have one more. One oh. more joke. Okay, please. Okay, so there's a, there, the teachers, right? The teacher asked the kids in the, in the class, mm -hmm. okay, I want you to use these four words in a sentence. Mm -hmm. Okay, and she, te she tell them the words, and the words are uh, deduct, defense, okay. defeat, and detail, okay? okay? I say that, I say it correctly because sure. the joke is, is funny. Okay. So, <laughs> the, the Filipino kid, he raised his hand, he mm -hmm. say, oh, teacher, I know I have an example for you. And yeah. the teacher said, okay, what is your example? You said in sentence. And the kid say, okay, the duck jump over the pants with the pit purse and the tail last. <laughs> and the teacher say, that doesn't make sense. But the Filipino kids say, right. it makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> what is the deal with this F and P situation? There's no, there's no, there's no F in the Filipino uh, mm, alphabet. I see. Yeah, so. How is that even, that's crazy. Well, there's no I'm, F. Well, I mean, if you like, well, you're right. what Why about like crazy? Hawaiian you're right. people, right? They have like. Mm -hmm. Names that oh oh ah ah oh oh ah right you know so <laughs> yeah lots of double aas and yeah, stuff yeah so is that why Filipino sometimes is spelled with a ph and sometimes with an f? Well, the ph is for if you talk about the country, mm -hmm. but the f is when you talk about the people. Mm, I never knew that. Yeah, it's a great nugget there. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, that's like Oriental. You can't call oh, a person okay, Oriental. What? I'm just saying, like, unless you live in on the East Coast, I still think they say like. Let's get it. Let's, there's some Orientals over there, <laughs> and that's racist, and doesn't mean that's a that's a that's a, a rug, yeah, or but a kind of food or a train. What do you call what do you call that type of Asian person? Like Chinese or Japanese? Yeah, but there's or... different because I'm Asian, right? I'm Philippines, True, right? You are, but they, you know, it's like I'm a jungle Asian. That's it's a, yeah, and then yeah. they have the the Oriental Asian, right? Is that yeah, that? no, I guess if you use it like that. I just think if you called someone Orientals to their face, could you call someone Persian? Is that still, is that, you know what? My dermatologist today, he said his wife was Persian. Okay. Which means what? She's from Persia? Is Well, is he a white guy? Yes. He, he said that? Okay, yeah. maybe he's racist then. I guess his own he's wife. Probably, <laughs> he's probably, he's probably racist. Or I maybe think. she, but where where does Persia mean? Like Iraq and Iran and I think so, Saudi right? Arabia? Was Persia that used to be a place, like actual? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, land, right? I think so. So, what is it now? That's that's what you call. Why person. wouldn't you just say that? Like, I married a uh, an Afghanistani woman or something. He was well, hiding it. Maybe Eddie, ISIS. Oh, it yes. could be ISIS. I know. But you know what? If how about like for white people? I'm not like oh, you know, my son is married to a uh, half Irish, half. <laughs> Italian, two-fourths Polish, or something like right. that. You know, yeah, that's you just true. say it's a white person. Yeah, that's true. So that's what if offensive. she's just a mix? You're right. She's Persian. Like you, the white people always have. I'm sorry. Racist thoughts. It's true. All the time. Well, listen, we did something nice, Eddie Senior, last week with Eddie. Mm -hmm. Him and I did something, and I feel like he channeled you. We we sung on the podcast. Oh, I heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, I know you like singing a lot. Yes. It's part of your culture, mm -hmm. karaoke. Mm -hmm. 
and all that. What did you What did you think? How did we do last week? Uh, I think your singing is uh, not very good. I have a lot of work. You to do. probably should stick to like maybe like a Garth Brooks or something. Is it my turn? No, don't no, didn't do work. that right now. Right, please. Sorry, Garth Brooks. Yeah, you know uh, because the white people like the country. You know. Yeah. So what about Chris Gaines? Who's that one? Oh, he's another guy. Yes. Oh, that's, he's the same. Right, I right. Know. I, was, okay. I was trying to make kind of a silly joke. Okay, at your see, expense. you're not bad. It's not coming. I'm good. sorry. You're right. It's terrible. Okay, so, but, but I should stick with something more country. Or... Yeah, something for white people, probably. Okay. All right. And then Eddie Junior, you know, he's. You say he's saying good, but he he's not. He's not make me proud. I thought he's saying great. You know, we actually got a, a letter from a listener. You know, a lot of times people will send us emails to the show. Somebody sent us a great question, and they mentioned this. Okay, here we go. Ready? Listen. Mm-hmm. Great idea with the singing, guys. Dan singing equals hilarious. Eddie singing, while not as funny, was still entertaining because I didn't expect him to sing that well. <laughs> and then she used this. We say this really. It's, I don't even really want to say it in front of you because it's kind of inappropriate to say in front of an elder. But mm-hmm. It, we, we say like pussy, you know, like pussy. Oh, I hear, I hear that joke, the I know. pussy joke. It's, yeah. But I, it's, I feel it's inappropriate to say anybody. But this this woman, she put hashtag PGPW, which she explains as pussy got partially wet. And she said, if I was the girl he was singing to, I'd probably let him get it. And you can get it too, Dan, but no singing. Wink. And don't worry, guys. I'm an actually a female, but I'm white, though. Keep it raw as always. And she mentioned the white part because a lot of our listeners like to tell us what they are, you know, when they write in because we like to see the the, the demographics okay. of the listeners. How Mr. come, Galinda. why do you have to know what they are? How come not know. everybody can just enjoy the show? And they not... can. Uh, you're right. It's, it's ridiculous of me. So this girl, though, real woman and a white woman, she wants us both to get it. Maybe me and your son, you know, we, we just take off with her. We'll get what what exactly are you are you going to get from her? <laughs> oh, I, you know her phone number or a pack of lifesavers. But you guys, you have uh, you have uh, right. wipes already. It's true, and they're and the they're best. Sisters. They're so. amazing. They're the love of our lives. But she liked the singing, and I okay. agree with her. I do think your son's singing was was pretty good. Well, you know, I there's a lot like my daughter. She is mm. a very good singer. Beautiful woman. Very good singer. Okay, that's my daughter. I, I'm just saying. I'm being honest. <laughs> she's, so, she's beautiful. Okay. I you know, and she's very good singer, and mm-hmm. you know, he's he he's not too bad, mm-hmm. but I I can sing a lot better right. anytime. Now you do great. I mean, I've I've heard I've seen videos mm-hmm. of you on Facebook mm-hmm. on the Facebook. You say Facebook. Okay, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I can say it's a Facebook. Oh, good. See? Yeah, I I'm I live here. How how long? And uh, I you don't think I can say a good app? for you? No, I know. We and why should you? You're we're we're laid back. We're enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't have to. Let me ask you a very personal question. Okay. There's an election coming up. Okay. Who are you voting for this election? Your know, last night was the caucuses, mm-hmm. and or this week I should say. And, you know, there was this whole hubbub about who's going to win. What, if I might ask, Mr. Galindo, who who are you pulling for in this election? I think, you know, I think I probably vote again for uh, Barack Obama. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's still pretty pretty good, so. I I, I agree. I think he's done a good job. You you can't run for a third time. You you can only run for president twice. You can have two terms. So he, he technically can't run again. I 
And he might win again if he did run. There, people really do enjoy him. Mm-hmm. In the Philippines, what, what do you guys have? Is it a democracy, or do you have like a king and a queen? How's that work? No, what we do is they uh, two people, just anybody, mm-hmm. say I want to be the president, or mm. you know, and then what they do is they take their uh, their chickens, their cocks, and yeah. they have a cockfight. No. Yeah, they have a cockfight, and yeah. then the winner of the cockfight. That's who wins. They they become yeah, but it's a big it's like a big tournament. It's not okay. just two people. It's like right. you know Tons. Like a lot because because anybody can do it. So. Could I or do you have to be a Philippine? You rest, have to uh, okay. you have to be born there, but oh. you know you can say that you were born there. They were you born there? They technically, don't really yeah. Oh, I was really? born there. Yeah. So do you? I mean, okay. I, I wasn't sure when you came to America, but you were there. First. It, I came in in like nineteen seventy oh, something okay. or okay. something like that. And but, you can say your f's now. Yeah. But you can go back and become president. So, I'm sorry, you can't vote for Barack Obama again. I mean, is this is a free country? I can I can vote for whoever I it's want. True. You know, so you can't vote for Cruz, Ted Cruz. Have you heard of this character? Is he the guy? He have uh, he looked like the guy from that TV show. Which one? Uh, the Office. Oh, Steve Carell? No, no, no. He uh, the 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 pet guy on the Office. Oh, um, oh yeah, was, Kevin. That is that his name? Yes. Okay. Wow, I never really thought about that. He yeah. does look like Kevin. Yeah, that's who he remind me of. Uh, so I saw I, that guy golfing once. Oh, really? Yeah, and he looked just like him in real life. His character is uh is like kind of stupid, so yes. that makes me think he's also stupid. I think you're probably right. I saw the guy just seems really creepy and kind of scary. Yeah. Like, say what you will about Barack Obama or even Trump, like. I kind of want a tough guy running America who oh, like yeah. had demands respect. Cruz looks like uh, a molester and like a weirdo. Yeah. And there was this weird, funny video of him like trying to kiss his daughter, and she wasn't having any of it. I, I tweeted it on my Twitter account, Dan the Beast, but I'll post it on Sif Show too. It's funny. Like, listen, I have kids. Mm-hmm. You have kids, and you try to kiss your kids, and they don't want it. You don't keep trying. It's a weird video. Yeah. You'll have to see it. It's so he like what guy. like rape kiss her or no, something? No, don't say rape. I mean, I'm, it wasn't that bad. Okay, at all. But she wasn't having any of it, and I think it's kind of telling. Like when your kids treat you like that. Yeah. You know, believe me, I have kids, and they can be real shits. Oh yeah, complete shits. Yeah, I mean, but you there's see, a difference. You know, Eddie Junior. He's Eddie Junior. I know. Shit, so he, well, listen. I'm just kidding. See, know. that's how you be funny. I, you, okay, okay. You make jokes and you make fun of other people. Well, he's your son. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. All right. Well, look, I appreciate you coming down here. I know it's not easy. You know, we've moved and it, it means a lot that you spend some time on the show. Yeah, I'm it's I'm very happy to be back here and I'm very happy to be able to make everybody laugh because mm. you and Eddie Jr. don't do that very good. So I know. the listeners were waiting. They've been waiting. Now they can finally laugh again and then they can stop listening until you come back. Yeah, uh maybe I you know, I'll start my own podcast. You should. Um Bunny Time but- <laughs> with with Eddie Senior or something. Yeah. But I would yeah. listen to that. It's, I look for it then. I'll okay. send you an email or something. All right. Text message. But <laughs> Please do. Okay. Thank All you, right. Dan. Uh, thank you. I'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks, will, you guys. Tell, will, you, will you tell Eddie to come back in? Yeah, I'll tell him. All right. Thanks. Hey. See you later, Mr. Galindo. What's up, Eddie? What's up, man? It was a good. I, I, I heard a little bit of it. Yeah. He wasn't as rude to you as he has been in the past. No.
He didn't call you a sup boy. <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised, yeah. But um, I he told that that deduct. Joke. Yes, I've been hearing that joke since I was like five years old. Oh, I'm sure. It's, <laughs> it's like three probably chestnut jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's a dad joke. Yeah. Hashtag Filipino dad joke. <laughs> Even doesn't matter what race you are, what culture you <laughs> yeah. are. There's still dad jokes. Yeah. I would like to think even in ISIS, when they put their kids to sleep, <laughs> they're telling their kids some kind of corny joke. As they kill their kids? Oh, I just mean, are those people just <laughs> constantly serious? Do they ever have a moment they, of, I'm, of lightheartedness? I don't think every member of ISIS is the crazy, like, right. jihadist type oh, of what person. Are you, what are you saying, man? Are you sticking up for them? Are you, are you a supporter <laughs> of them, Eddie? I'm just saying that. Every group, any group of people mm. has the, the people that are just there because... Right, like the accountant. <laughs> yeah. Or like everybody they know is in ISIS. So they're just in ISIS, but they're like, guys, can we go get a fucking burrito? They're like, right. no, we got to torture this guy. Like, like, Ugh, again, <laughs> yeah. that'd be a funny sketch. Or like, if, who's the guy who cleans the floor in <laughs> yeah. ISIS headquarters? Like, yeah. Hey, I'm okay with what you guys are doing. Just don't ask me to do it. Yeah. You know, I got a family. To raise exactly. I got mouths to feed oh yeah Isis la, 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 whatever but uh, no I'm not doing any of that shit. Yeah. I'm cleaning toilets <laughs> uh, boy well it meant a lot thanks to your dad thanks again yeah, for definitely. coming on in uh, he's a great guy he's a great guy okay should we do a couple voicemails we haven't yeah. done voicemails in a couple weeks and they're starting to pile up so maybe it's a good time to, to hammer out a couple of these so people out there there's quite a few ways you can contact us, saveforthshow.com slash contact. You can leave us a voicemail, write us a question, tweet at us at SIFTshow, send us an email, saveforthshow at gmail.com. I mean, really, there's a good <laughs> God, too many ways. There probably should just be one way. Yeah. Write us a self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> to blah, blah, blah. All right. So let's see here. Let's Let's start with this one. All right, nerds, it's Shelby from Birmingham. I have a couple things to say. One, coupons are amazing. Not everything has to be a joke, Dan. Sorry, I'm not some cool person from Roanoke that always has something funny to say. I've been a fan for a long time and don't appreciate that kind of disrespect. I bought a t-shirt, for gosh sakes, and I wear that t-shirt proud for people to see. You know, half your listeners are probably people who saw my t-shirt. So, how dare you? And I haven't given to the Patreon because I'm a poor college kid who has to use coupons to survive. You got a coupon for your Patreon? Didn't think so. Burn. I'm just kidding, guys. (laughs) You're cool. I love the show. Um, Eddie, you're my favorite. So, uh, I'll see you later. Or talk to you later, or tweet you later, or something. Okay, I'll stop rambling. Okay, bye. What an adorable message. Yeah, that was great. I shouldn't have played it though because she said you're the favorite, <laughs> so forget that. But uh, I let's see. I, I should have wrote notes down so I can go back to this. Yes, thank you, Shelby. And I, I, we did make fun of coupons the other day. Don't ever feel any uh, pressure to give to the Patreon. <laughs> Tweeting at us and telling your friends, and you bought a shirt. Yeah, maybe we should bring the shirts back. Should we? I, I'd buy another one. There's lots so. of new <laughs> listeners since we did the shirts, yeah. so maybe we will. You know, I did something though that might have been a mistake. I said when we did those shirt colors that we would never do them again, <laughs> and I kind of feel like <laughs> did people buy them because they thought, oh shit, I yeah. want to get this color. 
But yeah, you know, we'll do different colors. Do a do a Twitter poll and see. I will. If people want some shirts, man. <laughs> okay, well, we're making progress on the koozies. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer and closer. But it's easy for me to pull the trigger on the shirts again. Yeah. I think last time we did three colors. Maybe this time we do one color. Easy, simple, and, you know, we can go from there. Yeah. All right. Well, Shelby, you've inspired us to do the shirts again. (laughs) Maybe we'll just have the shirt say Shelby for the show (laughs) or save it for the Shelby. (laughs) So, no, I'm just kidding. So thank you very much for the voicemail. And, and yeah, let's uh, let's do another couple here real quick. What's up, Dan and Eddie? It's Duff. And uh, I'm going to be a new dad soon, coming up in the end of February. So I'm hoping that you guys could give me some new dad tips. I know you're both dads, and you've been through this a few times. So I'd like to hear your words of wisdom, especially anything that you you don't hear in the mainstream advice and stuff like that. So let me know. Give me some some good tips. All right. Thank you, Dr. Duff. Yeah. So that's congratulations that you're going to have a kid. Someone else, another friend and listener of the show, KB, wrote in asking for dad advice as well. And I think as much as you and I, especially me, don't like to identify as being a dad podcast, <laughs> sometimes we can't help it. Yeah. And people look to us for our sage advice. Yeah. I mean, you really don't know, though. Eddie and I could be terrible fathers. <laughs> I mean, look how gross we are on the show. <laughs> you know, but you know what? Eddie and I have impeccable restraint. Yes. I don't talk like this in front of my children. No. I don't talk like this at work. You know, our in-laws were here all weekend and I, you know, I kept my head on straight. Yeah. I wasn't talking about pussies and dicks <laughs> and stuff like that. Of course not. Granted, I think my, our mother-in-law does listen to the show because <laughs> she hears it secondhand. But, you know, we're, we're still good. We're good parents. Yeah. So let's say, you know, you've had kids now for four years or so, right? Mm-hmm. For, you know, what, what couple, like what's, what's a, like if you had to say one thing to a new dad, what would it be? I think to a new dad, I would say that um, the first few months are fucking hard as shit. Yeah. Because it's the baby's just eating, shitting, sleeping, and crying. Mm. And then... You have no reference point. None. Yeah, exactly. And then it gets to the point where they start, like, genuinely interacting with you, and it's so fucking worth it. Right. Yeah. Always. That's probably what I would have to say. That's great advice. Yeah. The other thing, too, I would say, one, before you have the kid... Man, enjoy that time. Oh, yeah. Because you'll never have that special time with you and your wife or partner again. Mm-hmm. I always have to say that, like partner. <laughs> like just, I, I don't know. Like hey, I'm, partner. Howdy, <laughs> partner. <laughs> because maybe there is a, a, a lesbian or a gay gentleman mm-hmm. who listens and they have a partner and they're adopting. Yeah. Whatever. So you and your wife, you know, before that happens... You'll never have that again, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, you may your kids may leave when they're eighteen, but you're still on your mind and you're still a parent. Yeah, there there is a carefree feeling that you have as a husband and wife with no kids that you'll just never have again. Yeah, for good or for bad. So unless your kids die, so you have that to look forward to. <laughs> they get wiped out in a bus accident. Jesus, and then you start over. <laughs> you know, and you're back to living carefree. <laughs> Not to say that I'm thinking about that, but you know, just say. <laughs> So do the snowplow. Oh God, no (laughs) snowplow death. So, but the wife died too. Yeah. So you really are starting (laughs) over, you know? So anyways, um, you do that. Enjoy yourself. Go see movies. Have, have a lot of sex. Yeah. The pre, the pregnancy sex, at least in my house, because I love a pregnant lady, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm obviously a a hornball. (laughs) So do that. Now the baby comes out. Now, to Eddie's point, 
things happen so fast. Yeah. And it's impossible. Like this is this is advice for life in general to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's always thinking about the future. And when you have a kid, I think you're always thinking like, is it going to get better? Is it going to get better? Yes. But try to enjoy what's hard. Yeah. Those crazy sleepless nights. You'll never have that again. It goes so fast. You know, your wife is exhausted. You're exhausted. And before you know it, the baby is in a blink bigger. And you're going to look back and be like, man, remember when she was so little? Yeah. And it's gone. Totally. And again, just like the carefree life you'll never have again with your kids. Well, I'm sorry, before your kids, you'll never have an infant again. Yeah. Like your first baby and then it's your second. So really, honestly, the best thing I can say is just slow down. Yeah. Be patient and and try to enjoy it as much as you can because it really does go fast. But this is the kind of advice that you can only give and comprehend after you live through it. Yeah. Everyone definitely. says the same thing. Oh, enjoy it. Slow <laughs> down, but... And you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, old man, I'll do that. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah, it's hard. So, and as far as, like, advice, like, here, let me give 45 minutes of advice. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know, read a book. The uh, There was one book I liked a lot, The Five S's, like, shush, swaddle, uh, yeah. shake, uh, <laughs> sound, I don't know, whatever. Shake, suffocate. <laughs> so, uh... You spit, <laughs> spit on the baby. But, no, those books are great. And, you know, do that. Yeah. Do that. All right. Uh, let's see. I think we, let's do one more voicemail. <clears throat> Excuse okay. me. And then we'll, we'll do our things and we'll, we'll call it a night. Cool. Hey, Dan and Eddie. It's Darnell. Uh, had two quick things for you. One, have you ever, guys ever had uh, the thought of owning a bar? I think most guys have that thought at some point in their lives. You get out of school or whatever. You're like, oh, I can own a bar. And, uh, you know, it'll be great and party all night. And the second thing is, uh, it's kind of a real treat. It's a little selfish, but, um, real treat. Today is my anniversary and that's pretty cool. Been married to my wife for a couple of years now. So my real treat is giving some butt <laughs> or having sex rather. <laughs> but anyways, uh, talk to you guys later. Can't wait to hear the show. Pussy got wet. Pussy stay wet. And, uh, talk to you later. I love Darno. I love that he's it's pussy guy wet, pussy stay wet, just forever. Endless vagina. He's getting some butt. So congratulations, my friend. Yes. On staying married. It's not easy. No. You know, I think this year I'll be like my twelfth year or something. Wow. I don't know, or eleven or thirteen or I, I really don't even know. And I don't even mean that as like a rudeness thing. I don't think my wife would know either what our year was, but you stick with it, man. Good job. Yeah. And the other thing he said, owning a bar. Like, I, I, you know, probably at some point I, I thought, like, you know what? This would be great. Eddie and I both cook. It'll be some, like, Filipino-Israeli <laughs> fusion. And then we'll have a great bar. And, and we can do it. But uh, We can do it? We can do it, Eddie. <laughs> you know what? Let's just throw everything. We'll sell our houses. Yeah. We'll open a bar and we'll just make it work what's the name of the bar oh i don't know we need to brainstorm that right now (laughs) right now let's see uh daddy's that what the name our combination is daddy's daddy's yeah that's just what we want with just the two guys our faces like carved out of wood like on the door that would be awesome you know well it's filipino fusion so i don't know flip side flip side Uh. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was funny. Eddie and I went bouncing this weekend, <laughs> and I was yelling at you like, flip. And I thought that would have been funny, like if your dad had heard me yelling, flip at you, which is sort of a slur. Yeah. But I was telling you to flip. <laughs> flip, Eddie. So, but no, I, you know, I feel like owning a bar is one of those things. That, first of all, we could, we could do when we were single yeah. before we had kids. You own a bar with family. I mean, that's headed towards a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, honey. I'm going to a bar. <laughs> And every night, if you work at a bar, you're drinking. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I used to work at a brewery, I drank every fucking night. Yeah. Half the time, I feel like I drove home, I should have got a Dewey. <laughs> I mean, I can remember a few times, and there's a few times I don't even remember driving home. Eddie. Yeah. Like, and that's just the world. <laughs> like, every restaurant or bar, someone's driving home that night, blacked out. Totally, yeah. Nonstop. I worked at P.F. Chang's in college, and even then, like, during my shift, the manager would, like, give us drinks. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay, shit. You're young, and, and at that point, getting a drink meant something. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I got a free beer? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and, I mean, it still means something, but back then, you drink it up, you would have a buzz, and after work, you just, you're hanging out with these other degenerates yeah. that you work with. You're probably trying to bang. <laughs> you know, when in a restaurant, everyone's having sex with everyone, <laughs> just nonstop. Like, the, the waiters are trying to bang the hostesses. The cook comes out. Like the the dishwasher guy every once in a while <laughs> comes out and you know he's trying to get laid yeah and then you see him the next day if you were a hostess and you banged the dishwasher everybody would probably be pretty embarrassed for you <laughs> like you fuck a waiter or a manager not the cooks unless the the dishwasher is just hot as shit he's all wet <laughs> just like suds and up yeah some like beefy like ethnic dude mm. just yeah you know what I like when you go to a restaurant. And at like the Mater D stand, there's like four like young girls, and they're all just like standing there, like our job is very important. Oh, table for three, okay. And they give you the buzzer, and they really are, they're like so self important, and they're wearing like their like little black shirt, yeah, and they're like little black pants, and they're all just sort of like flitting about, and they they just oh my god, like maybe one day I'll get to be a server if I'm just a, a hostess for two more years. And there's always so many of them, yeah. Like it's it's not that hard. Like you need more than one hostess to see people. It's I think it's it's trying to lure people in, man. Like you come in, there's like four cute chicks there. I guess you're so. gonna be like, I'm coming back to this place. That's sexist, <laughs> Eddie. There's never hosts. No, it's always a hostess. Actually, I've been seeing more and more hosts. Actually, okay. but now maybe at like a nicer restaurant. Yeah, yeah, but not at Chili's <laughs> or Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, or I don't know most of these places. Yeah, that's weird. Whatever. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> so we open our bar. It's you and me. You know, we're in our 20s. And I feel like we're behind the bar. It's like cocktail. <laughs> like you and me are. We're, we're making people laugh. I always had, you know, I do think I do have a fantasy of being a bartender. Do you? <laughs> I think it'd be fun because I was going to go into psychiatry. Mm-hmm. I obviously like to talk. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love to drink. <laughs> I mean, come on. Maybe I missed my calling. <laughs> I could be helping people out, talking to them about their problems. And helping their functional alcoholism. We should open a fucking bar, man. Let's open a bar. Darnell. And daddy's because it's Dan and Eddie put together, not right. Not because we're dads or anything like no, that. No, but we are. Not, we wouldn't be in this imaginary world. <laughs> we'll call the bar Darnells or pussies. Get butt. Get butt. Come to our bar to get butt. 
But yeah, there's. I bet you a lot of people have opened a bar and it's destroyed a marriage or a relationship. Yeah, it's not easy. Isn't aren't restaurants and bars like the number one thing that fail? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, not gonna happen. No, not gonna happen. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, keep them coming. Uh, your questions are always great and appreciated. So let's see. Eddie and I last week we did our song. Do you want to do the What's Your Story? Sure. A yeah. new little segment where. Every week or so, often, Eddie and I will bring an interesting story or something that we've read in the news to the show to share. So, Eddie, what's your story this week? So, um, are you familiar with the website Gizmodo? Yeah, it's like a tech blog or something. So, they had an article called, Going to Super Bowl Parties Does Indeed Raise Your Risk of Catching the Flu. Really? And this, I I just want to read this stat real quick. Okay. Uh, Tulane University just analyzed 35 years worth of flu data and published the disturbing results in the American Journal of Health Economics. Mm. If a city had a team playing in the Super Bowl, its mortality rates due to influenza jumped. Based on data from 1974 through 2009, cities with teams in the Super Bowl saw 18% increases in influenza mortality for people over 65 crazy but there was no change in super bowl hosting cities where there's an influx of people it's just the teams the cities that the teams come from because at home they're all watching the game yeah that's fascinating yeah and it's all due to like double dipping and and coughing on chips and shit like that well i you know you get more sick in the winter not because of the weather i've read because you're just inside more and you're around people more in the summer, you're out, you're in the air, you're not at home. Yeah. So that makes complete sense. It's cold and flu season. Mm-hmm. You're at home. Fucking Gary <laughs> coughs on the chicken wings, and then you touch the chicken wings. Yeah. Or like you said, double dipping. Yeah. Or you French kiss your friend's wife <laughs> at the halftime show. All of that. You know? Can you imagine? <laughs> French kissing your wife. Not your wife, just someone's wife. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So that's a great story. Yeah. I have, an, I have an interesting story, too. Now, I'm going to do my best to sort of recap this. So, it's 1994, <laughs> okay? And Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. is, a, is a, an important video game. Maybe you saw this headline, too. And people are playing it. It's a great game. There's a, there's a huge fan of the game, a man by the name of Michael Jackson, who perhaps <laughs> you've heard of. Greatest entertainer to ever live, right? Yes. MJ. And so I feel really bad for Michael Jackson. I'm of the camp that feels like he never touched any of these kids. Mm-hmm. He's a weirdo. He probably like slept with them in their bed, but he was kind of deranged. Yeah. He's a genius, but he never like touched a butthole or like <laughs> licked any other kids' butts or, okay. or anything gross. Just a, a weirdo. Now, in 94 or 93 or whatever, he hadn't been accused of molesting any kids, mm-hmm. so he was still top of his game. And he goes into Sonic and for this for Sega and he writes all the music for the video game. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Now this whole story is kind of like hotly contested if it's true, mm-hmm. but more and more people are finally admitting that this is really what happened. So he goes and he writes all the music for Sonic, because he's a huge video game fan, mm-hmm. loves kids, loves all this stuff, and he writes real songs, like high definition real audio songs, like forty of them. Wow. Yeah. And then he gives them to him and then he goes away. And so while he, then he, and while they're like turning the songs into eight bit versions of the songs mm-hmm. for the video games, because remember back then the music 
was like chip tune. Yeah. You know, it was beep, 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 and bloops and stuff. So while this happens, the first case of someone saying that they molested him, that he molested their kid happens. And it's like a bombshell and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he totally hides and he's like reclusive. And then he hears the songs that these people made from his versions and he hates them because they don't sound anything like his songs. They're mm-hmm. all, you know, 8-bit, weird. And he says, like, go ahead and use the songs, but I'm not putting my name on it. Yeah. Like, I'm embarrassed. It's not cool. Like, I'm out. But the game has to ship. Like, yeah. they can't, like, stop. Well, then he gets in more trouble with these molestations. And he's like, look, take everything out. Like, you can't just use it, but I'm done. But it was, like, too late. Mm-hmm. And so this is now the game ships. Years go by. Tens of years. Mm-hmm. And this one kid is like, man, I swear to God, a lot of these songs sound like Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> and so sure enough, the guy does all this research. And I'll post a, a, a link of it. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple songs that are like, the melody is the same. Like, you know that Michael Jackson song, Stranger in Moscow? Yeah. Like, that song is in Sonic. Like, there's no really? two bones about it. Crazy. Yeah, so... Needless to say, it's kind of a fun story to think that he wrote all this music and what could have been. And there's probably these high def masters of all these other songs that he wrote floating around somewhere. So pretty interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's my story. I loved the uh, the Michael Jackson arcade game, the Moonwalker. Moonwalker, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you see the movie? Oh, the movie. I don't know if I did. No, so good. I remember the game because like Bubbles, his monkey, yeah, like get on your back and. It was very... Uh, and you had to free kids that were tied up. <laughs> right. Look, again, you may it's very easy for someone to make a case against him, but I just think he was nuts. And I was explaining this story to my kids, and they're like... And I, and I kind of told them a little bit how he got in trouble mm-hmm. with like people saying that he was a bad person and... And how, excuse me, he didn't really have a childhood. And they were very confused. Yeah. Like, they, they couldn't even fathom, like, somebody getting in trouble. And so that, <laughs> Anyways... Anyways, that's that's my story. Cool. All that's right, awesome. well, should we do a real treat? If you want to, yeah. All right, I mean, that was kind of a real treat there. <laughs> are these stories, like, yeah, are they they're, they're very in? similar. Yeah. I really just want to play our theme music <laughs> and, and do our thing. Okay, I'm going to play our theme song, and we'll do a quick real treat. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, or it's beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. Oh yeah, I forgot how smooth it was. Yeah, I will never get get old, man. Like, I know. I, I love that. It's great. It's great. So Eddie, you know, every week we do this real treat where we share something we like, something important to us, or funny, or a food, or a drink. Eddie, what's your real treat this week? So uh, my real treat, uh, a couple was like last Christmas, not this past Christmas, but the the one before that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a pressure cooker. Oh, for Christmas. Yeah. And um, I don't know why I didn't say it like the first time I used it, but pressure cookers are fucking amazing, man. I don't have one. You need to get one, dude. Yeah. Like yesterday, I we didn't have really anything for, for me to take to lunch mm-hmm. for work, but we had some tri-tip steaks in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let me just throw these frozen tri-tip steaks in the pressure cooker with some like onions and garlic and some other shit. Yeah. And within like 40 minutes, man, 
like fork tender tri-tip and wow. it, was, it, it was fucking delicious that's great yeah and we've cooked a pork shoulder in like 50 minutes or something like that and wow yeah it's how I, do I, they work they're pressurized there's like no air escapes or something yeah it's sealed there's like a rubber seal dangerous though i've heard sometimes they explode that yeah maybe in like the 1950s oh, but, okay uh, technology has advanced a little oh bit. okay um Ooh. especially if you get like my sister has a like a digital like countertop one mm-hmm. that your you sister's plug beautiful in. by the way <laughs> it's my yeah. fucking sister i'm man. sorry okay um and she loves it and but the one i have is like a stovetop one but there's like a rubber like o-ring mm-hmm. around the lid and then the lid like locks on mm. and steam is let through like this little like pipe out the mm-hmm. top of the lid oh, so and, it goes on the, the your stove yeah oh okay and then um the one that i have because mine's just it's, it's just a regular mm-hmm. analog if you will i like that version Throwback. has like a little rocker thing that you put on top so when it hits pressure it rocks back and forth so you know that that it's at the right pressure and then mm. you adjust the heat to keep that rocker going steady gotcha um but oh, it, i need one then it cuts like cooking time especially for stuff that like takes forever to cook mm-hmm. it'll cut it out like in a third that's it's awesome crazy. yeah and sounds tender yeah that's like those sous vide things i never got into yeah. that friend of the show mike bodge <laughs> is who you know of course he does sous vide <laughs> Where it's one of those fun things, you it's like a thermometer, you cook steak in a sealed bag, mm-hmm. doesn't lose any juice. And it's at like a constant temperature the right. entire time, yeah. It makes sense. I think it's one of those things you get and you probably use like nonstop for six months and then you forget about it. Yeah. And next thing you know, the sous vide thing is in the cupboard and you never touch <laughs> it again because it's just not whatever. Yeah. So we, maybe somebody will sponsor us from sous vide. <laughs> Welcome to sous vide. All right. Uh, my real treat this week is our, I mentioned that our in-laws were in town mm-hmm. last weekend. They stayed here. And my real treat is that I've, I've truly becoming such a man. And I really want to give a shout out to my father-in-law who doesn't listen to the show, <laughs> but a bunch of his friends do mm-hmm. that he works with. And I've learned a lot from him and my dad, but my father-in-law in particular has really taught me about like electrical stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I jokingly made fun of myself that I didn't even understand there were different size screws <laughs> and different size, you know, screwdrivers. Mm-hmm. But my father-in-law, Don, has really taught me a bunch. And when he was here last weekend and we're doing little projects together around the house, I felt not an equal because I'll never be the master. <laughs> I'm always going to be the pupil. <laughs> the but apprentice. I, the, always the apprentice <laughs> to him. But I did feel like we were just kind of like two men <laughs> working on some shit together and I had to like move an outlet in the wall, mm-hmm. which a few years ago would have terrified me. Yeah. It's not that hard at all to move an outlet. Like, I feel like all these d- construction people mystify the process. Yeah. It's just wires and wood, <laughs> and you move them around. You have the right tool, it's easy. <laughs> it's really not that hard. So, special shout out. If you have a father in law, and if you're, you should get to know him. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of times your in laws, you know, I, I lucked out. My in-laws are great. Yeah. Our in-laws yeah. are great. And my parents are great in-laws to my wife. And it makes me sad when I hear about like, oh, my God, my, my mother-in-law is such a bitch. <laughs> and, I, I mean, we're lucky that we've yeah. got a good one. So in-laws, real treat. <laughs> there you go. This guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kissing some ass. No, not not intentionally. <laughs> I'm just sort of reaching for a real treat, my friend. <laughs> All right. Show's over. 
So let's see, what do we got here? Um, oh, and also I, I mentioned the Patreon. I want to give a special shout out to a guy named Christopher. He's yeah. been giving us since the beginning. And the only reason it's on my mind is because the first of the month is when Patreon sort of like sends me an email to say mm-hmm. like, hey, here's who paid this month. And Christopher has been doing it since the beginning. Awesome. And more than anyone. So super shout out to you, Christopher. Yeah. Christopher. <laughs> it's impossible to not say Christopher like Christopher from Sopranos. I think it's impossible for you. <laughs> it's for everyone, Eddie. My experiences are everyone's. Okay, that's how I feel because I am a person of the internet and I'm bending my will on everyone. All right, God damn it. Okay, so it's the end of the show. And at the end of every show, Eddie and I, as we say goodbye, we play a song that we enjoy, whether old or new. Eddie, I do believe it's your turn this week. So okay. what song should I be playing as we say goodbye? Uh, so I've the, the past few songs I've chosen were I'm pretty sure rap songs. So I thought I I'd, so. I'd get away from doing rap songs. Mix uh, it up. What you got? <laughs> Mix it up. Uh, and uh, this new uh, Justin Bieber song, man, I'm, I'm, I'm liking. So that's what I'm going to pick. The Love Yourself song? Love Yourself, yes. <laughs> dare I admit that I like it too? It's a good song, man. It's good. And dare I even say that the lyrics are pretty good too? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. surprising. You know what Nicole said to me the other day? She said, you know what? I think I figured out what the song's about. I think love yourself is like sort of another way of saying fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I think he's saying, like, you know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I said, babe, no shit. <laughs> like, hello, my lovely wife. Of course. Um, but that song is an earworm. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's, it's going to be now in everyone's heads <laughs> forever. So, and look, you know what? Justin Bieber's come a long way. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed to say I like a Justin Bieber song. I mean, to be honest, like a lot of his songs on his new album, I've listened to them, man, and they're they're not half bad. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> but he does have a hit or two, and he's still annoying and a punk. But yeah. he does. He's no Justin Timberlake. Oh no. Oh god, I can, I can. Those can be my my songs for the rest of the time I do this podcast, if you want. Well, let's not do that. <laughs> but he is a, a fantastic artist. All right, that's the end, and and then that's that. So. Where are we at? It's episode 177 of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. The only problem was with you and not them. And every time you told me my opinion was wrong. They tried to make me forget where I came from. And I didn't want to write a song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I still care or don't But you still hit my phone up And baby I'll be moving on And I think it should be something I don't want to hold back Maybe you should know that My mama don't like you and she likes everyone And I never liked to admit that I was wrong And I've been so caught up in my job Didn't see what's going on But now I know I'm better sleeping on my own Cause if you like the way you look that much Oh baby, you should go and love yourself And if you think that I'm still holding on To something, you should go and love yourself Thank you.
all the times that you made me feel small I fell in love, now I feel nothing at all I never felt so low when I was vulnerable Was I a fool to let you break down my walls? Cause if you like the way you look that much Oh baby, you should go and love yourself And if you think that I'm still holding on to something You should go and love yourself Cause if you like the way you look that much Oh baby, you should go and love yourself And if you think that I'm still holding on to something You should go and love yourself